0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Stuff on this microphone is just, just disgusting. Well, and I wipe it down too, and there's still just stuff gross. on it. Yeah, so I don't the know. Place what to is
2: say. gross. You should have seen my little section yesterday. Brutal, just brutal, just bad. It's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, all right. Mm-hmm. it's okay. Uh,
1: so, this David Fisdale firing yesterday caused a lot of people to be surprised. Come on, man. As the Memphis Grizzlies Stripping. ended up uh, getting rid of Fisdale and naming uh, what's-his-face Bickerstaff. Uh, uh, JB. Yeah, JB Bickerstaff. Yeah, son of Bernie. The interim coach. I mean, they had lost, what, eight in a row. It was just brutal after yeah, a good start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But it really came down to the benching of Mark Gasol there star big man and how that was handled and how Gasol was all ticked off about
2: it. Yeah, it was against the Nets, I believe, but they sat him in the second half or a good portion of the second half. He wasn't reinserted into the lineup when they were getting beat down. You were watching that game, Mikey B?
0: I did, yeah.
1: When you saw him get benched, did you think it was going to be such a big deal that the coach might get fired for it?
2: Never crossed my mind.
1: Right. So that just shows you right there. Mikey B, big NBA guy, watches all this stuff. That's how much of a surprise the Fisdale firing.
2: How did Gasol play in that that game? He dominated. So why are you sitting him if he's dominating? And now there's apparently been a uh, fracture in this relationship for a while since Fisdale took over, but Gasol adapted to the new strategy of Fisdale, but they were never really on speaking terms. I I guess you have to be at some point with your your head coach, but uh, never personalities clashed, as they say. So this reverberate around the NBA, and I don't know why LeBron
1: James has to insert himself into everybody's business now. Like I, I mean, I just don't get this. Now I guess everybody goes to him and ask the they ask the questions because they're getting these comments. But you know, he's he's talking about who the Knicks should have drafted and what the Grizzlies should be doing with their head coach, and he spoke about this yesterday and also tweeted about it. We won too. a
2: championship with
1: Fisdale. Yeah, but I mean, I just don't understand, but it's not his business anymore. So
2: if people stick a microphone in his in his uh, face. He, uh, he should say, uh, I'm not privy to what went on there. I know Fisdale. I like him. Leave it at that. Yeah, that's what I would do. I mm-hmm. mean, it just doesn't,
1: I don't know, it just doesn't look good. And then the whole Knicks draft thing that he was getting into and who they should have drafted and didn't draft, like, shut up already. They also tweeted out, I need some answers. Feels like my man was a fall guy. Is what he said, but anyway, this is LeBron talking about the Fisdale firing.
3: Probably everybody in the basketball world besides who poured the trigger.
2: Can you process that? I cannot. I cannot. And it's funny that I just said that quote this morning about Philly, about how um,
3: people want overnight success right now, and you know everybody want instant oatmeal, and don't allow. You know, they allow Brett Brown here to be able to just give him time.
2: Give him time. I don't know the details of it because I'm not around. Uh, but I know the, the type of uh, coach uh, Fizz is. I know how players relate to him, and I know what he stands for. And he don't stand for no. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe
3: that's what it was because he ain't gonna kiss nobody's ass. I know that.
2: Well, that's a good answer there. I don't know the details of it, but I do know Coach Fizz and and what he's about. Yeah, but he also said you know that
1: the the beginning of that was how he surprised he was, and then he said I need some answers. You know, feels like he's the Whoa. ball guy. He did say a lot other than that. Well, he could have just left it at that, which I don't know the details of it. And, and to me, our, like it's nice to have people come to your defense and everything else, and it probably was not the right thing to move on from the guy, and he seemed to be intense and no basketball. He'll land on his feet somewhere. But like, what does it really matter in the Western Conference right now if David Fisdale or J.B. Bickerstaff is the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies? Who doesn't? It doesn't matter. It just – so that's why – I mean, I, that might even be more of an argument that you don't make a change. But, like and, – and the players have all the power, and it's just ironic to me that – so Marc Gasol's the guy who got a guy fired, but, like, you know, Chris Paul, who's been sitting on that banana boat for – with LeBron James in the last decade, it's fired like 50 coaches. <laughs> LeBron sent David Blatt back to Transylvania, you know. But this <laughs> one's a problem, right? Yeah, oh, who is Marc Gasol? This one's he a problem. He should have that type
2: of power. Right.
1: You know, Carmelo Anthony loves him. Gets coaches fired. All his buddies get coaches Only fired. Only certain people
2: are equipped to get coaches fired. Right? Or should be equipped. But, but Marc Gasol, the big European, that, no, that's not. That's right. That he you can't get him fired over there, not over here, okay? You can't fire my guy. Right. Come on. That's right. Give me a break. He's correct. Mark Gasol, you don't do that to Coach Fizz. (laughs) You think he's right? (laughs) Are you being facetious? I can't tell anymore. Hey, man, we know how the NBA works these days. If you're a superstar and he's one of two all-stars on that roster, Conley's the other, Mike Conley, and uh, he's going to have some say in in how this franchise goes. He has a cozy relationship with the owner, does Gasol. and, And so... Yeah, I think if you know if you feel like an owner saying I, did, had, I had nothing to do with this, this was all about management making this move, and if you have an unhappy camper who's one of your best players, even though he's an aging player, you make moves like this no matter who they are. <laughs> LeBron just, come on, self-awareness now. I mean,
1: David Blatt is coaching the Doris Afaka Doge right now because of him. <laughs> and? <laughs> and? But but Gasol gets Fisdale fired.
2: Yeah. And that's a problem. How many championships has LeBron won and how many has Gasol won? Gasol hasn't even sniffed one. Oh, okay. But it's still about star
1: players in the NBA yeah, and whoever, true. if you have the poll. Well, he didn't say it. Chris Paul's never won anything. Carmelo Anthony's never won anything. Those guys are labeled coach killers. Those are his buddies. I didn't see him standing up for those coaches. But those are his buddies. Yeah, right. Stand it's just, up for your buddies. But this is fine. But this is why you can't come out now. It just You look hypocritical.
2: Like well, I'm, that's why the last part of his statement was proper, and he should have he stayed right there in that little space. Not the earlier comments.
1: Yeah, and he'll he'll land on his feet. Someone's gonna hire the guy. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It might be the best thing for him. Yeah. As he's now available at this point, you know, he'll be sitting around, he's probably still getting paid. You know he's still getting oh, paid. Yeah. And then at the end of the year it will be another slew of jobs open. He'll be able to sit
2: there I and mean, pick which one he wants. Who has it better? Take th- that for data. Yeah, who has it better than these coaches, man? You get paid to go away. Yeah. I mean, where else does that happen? I mean, sometimes you get these golden parachutes at certain companies, but uh man. Coaches, Jim Moore, twelve million to leave UCLA. Okay, thank you. Well, the Sumlin one too. Sumlin, is... Coach Sumlin, he's owed ten million.
1: Yeah, I wonder how that really feels, though. You know, because of course
2: it's great. Well, to... you're you're upset because you didn't finish the job. You weren't successful in your in your work, but you get paid. I mean, you you will get over that. I would think at some point, go sit on the beach somewhere and count your. Yeah, Fillion. these guys
1: are wired though in a way where right? it's like they're going to be like a bad taste left in their mouth. I like, fail True,
2: you don't want to be a failure, right? You're, you're exactly correct. You've been doing it for a long time, and you were damn good at your job. That's why you were able to uh, get a such a, a, a rosy uh, job at a at a big time program. So now to be shown the door, yeah, that stings. That hurts. And another thing with this Fisdale firing that I want to point
1: out, and I will point out several times during the NBA season, is how people always talk about the NBA regular season now means nothing because you know who's going to win the championship. There's been so many stories that have come out of this regular season already that have been interesting stories in the NBA that people are following. So you can't give me this because we know the champion thing, the regular season means absolutely nothing. No. I mean, even this story here, well, I yeah. don't think it means much to the NBA. I mean, it's people are talking about it. LeBron's giving yeah. sound bites. It's just a storyline. The
2: upstart uh, 76ers, yeah. even though they lost last night to LeBron and the Cavaliers. You have Lonzo Ball and what's going on with the Lakers. I mean, the Knicks have been a story,
1: and LeBron was
2: a part of that as right. well. The Knicks as Even well. though they lost yeah. last night and they were down 26 mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. And so, yeah, there have been a, a numerous... Uh, Stories this this season, and, and that's why you, you you tune in and and, and look at the Spurs uh, without Kawhi Leonard uh, and Tony Parker. I guess he's supposed to play. Uh, maybe did he pl- He played last night. Yeah, and Kawhi Leonard's still out. So uh, yeah, there's some good stories out there. Yeah. So and the Cavs are rounding back into shape. Now, yes, they are. they are. Who was worried? Raise your hand if you were worried. Well,
1: no, nah, you weren't worried. I, well, I not. You weren't no. concerned. No, not not really. No. I mean, they kind of did the same thing last year. Where they didn't play any defense. And LeBron, it was one of the funniest memes or photoshops or whatever you want to say that I had seen in a long time is someone had, remember that that game that uh, the Cavs-Knicks, the Neil Aquina, enos Cantor game, where LeBron was like all fired up and they came back. So they had a picture of like all the Knicks championship banners and everything, and then they had... 2017-2018 made LeBron play defense in November, which I thought was just genius. He raised it to the Raptors.
2: You know, so um LeBron always plays defense. Oh, oh, oh no he does not, man. LeBron Not not early
1: stuff. on in the season he was. He turns your it stuff he, into right a, when he wants planet. to. But there are times in the regular season, especially early on, where it's like just it's like a petri dish is what he's Using, it. it's all experiments under the microscope. I'm trying this. I'm trying that. There's all different things. It's, it's an experimental lab is what's going on with the Cavaliers, and I don't think he plays a lot of defense. Woo! I don't think he plays defense in November. Like, you'll see him play defense on Christmas Day in the national TV game. You'll see him play defense there. But And when, and then in the playoffs, he's great. Ever, he's been on the all-defensive team, hasn't he? He's a great defender. My point is uh-huh. that there are nights that he'll take, especially early on in the season, he'll take mm-hmm. off. There's just no doubt about it. And I... Quite honestly, I don't blame him. I really Why not? Don't. I don't blame him because it's a long season. It's a long he season plays. when you supposed to play defense every night. Well, it doesn't happen like that anymore. You should so, blame him. Well, he's just playing a ton of minutes. Would you rather have him in the game and what he could do offensively and taking a breather on the defensive end or sitting him for long stretches during the game to get a breather because he's give, no, giving No, you're out. on
2: the court. You play defense. You play offense. You do both. Old yeah, guys do both. Oh, here Barkley we go. did I both. I don't, can't do that. That's why again. they have a statue of him in yeah, Auburn. Sure, he yeah, did right. both. Uh-huh. Jordan did both. Sure, all the time, right? Yes. Yep. yep. Defense, offense. Uh, here goes the Bring. NBA nostalgia stuff again. Yeah, right. uh, You didn't see it. I yes seen, I seen did. it. No, you did not see it. it. You've seen some videos, some highlights. I'm not that young. Yes, you are. Well, you're you not baby. You don't watch today's NBA. Yes, you, I do. <laughs> now. Right, every now and then. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm, you're telling me they don't play
1: defense? I'm not. I'm saying that LeBron. I was talking about one specific player early on in the regular season doesn't use his full defensive capabilities in every regular well, season game. Jordan did every game, <laughs> no, from the no, first regular course. season game to of the last. Course he did. Yeah. Yes, every every single every game, one. every every possession. Yes, Oldie, But I mean, I swear, like in ten years, these guys we were we talking about them like the Greek gods. Like it it should is, like, Jordan should be canonized right now what are you waiting Saint, for St. Jordan what are you waiting for oh uh, gosh mm-hmm. I don't think the NBA has ever been more popular than it is right now I oh sure it was yeah truly believe the late
2: that. 70s early 80s I think it's, oh, it's more great. popular now because nah. you got to think about globally too Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Man. did you see when they went to Spain? Oh, did you see Jordan. when they went to the Olympics? Are you gonna be able to stand up in the break talking yeah. about Jordan? Did you did you, did you did you see how the people crowd around the buses there during the Olympics when you had Jordan and Barkley and Magic Listen, and Bird? Did you, I, you see on. that? Time they don't do that to, the, to these Olympians today.
1: Okay, because they've got their own players. We think mm. about they have a, a museum for Stefan Marbury out there now. I mean, enough said. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> And they got that young kid on the Rockets now from China. You know him? No. Yeah, this guy's unbelievable. Is he that What good? he can do.
2: Oh, really? Real
1: young, though. Super popular. <laughs> Mikey B's going to give you his name.
2: <laughs> okay. Watch. Watch. I'm telling That's you. That's how popular he is. I don't know his name. You got uh, yeah, to, know, I'm talking about popular. out there. It's like that. Oh, uh, he's popular in China. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mikey B's <laughs> oh, name. his who? I'm looking at how it says it's pronounced. Nochi? Joe-chi. Okay, Joe-chi. Probably. Of course Joe Chi. Okay, Joe Chi. Popular. He's popular in his, his name. Home. isn't
1: Joe? That's how it's pronounced. Nobody's Zoki. called. Joe Joe, maybe. Maybe Joe? No. Not, not Joe. It was, it was just, <laughs> Joe. Joe Chi. You know. Joe Chi is like a mechanic. You know, it's like Joey Chiazzo. zoqui <laughs> I think it's probably chi. but I don't know. QI? Will you ever see him play? Amazing. Not, no. He got into a game recently. QI, he in, right? He was in that Knicks game when they got blown out. Remember that game? They got blown up out by the Rockets. They put him in. Unreal.
2: Quee, Which one?
1: Quee, The one that I watched. The one, not
2: the. They did they play since. They got blown out because they don't play defense. Boom. Rest my case. Hmm. Carl Malone played defense and offense. Oh, here we go. John Stockton played defense and offense. No titles. Yeah. That's right. But they played offense and defense. Yeah. Sidney Moncrief played offense and defense. Bob Lanier, offense and defense. Bill Cartwright, offense and defense. Charles Oakley, offense and defense. NBA Keep up great. with the
1: latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Canal and Bell. Or is it Bell and Canal? Hold on. It's uh, Canal and Bell. Canal yeah. and Bell. Shocking, yeah. huh, Brian? Yeah. Yes. Canal and Bell. Mm, rings
2: a bell. Mm hmm. hmm. Put the white guy first. Of yep. well, <laughs> course. <laughs> <laughs> Gio and Jones, come on. We know our place. Yeah.
3: Well, it does mm. have a better
1: ring to it. What? This one they could have done Bell and Canell Off the bench with Canell and Bell. Oh, off mm. the bench. Mm. They just couldn't call it Canell and Bell. They had to give it some Might stupid sports bench. thing, right? right. <laughs> off the bench. Out of the locker room right. with Gio and Jones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like in the end zone. <laughs> at the fifty. <laughs> At the concession stand. <laughs> the Afternoon Drive. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> They're not actually. Are they going to really call that show That's then? what it's called, I believe. What's that? The new, the Mike Francesa replacement show is The Afternoon Drive. Oh, with... oh really? Mm. That's original. The Morning Drive.
1: Yeah. Mm. They have that, too. Don't they have that in series? Isn't that The Morning They have mm. The Morning Drive.
0: They have the opening drive. Oh.
2: They have... <laughs> the long
0: drive? They have two shows called Press Pass. <laughs> one on the NFL <laughs> channel, one on the NASCAR channel. Drive off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the afternoon blitz. <laughs> what was it called? What's the, oh, moving oh. the chains in the afternoon. Oh. Excuse me. Moving,
2: moving the chain. chains? Moving the chains. Moving oh, oh, the chains. Oh. Kill me already. <laughs> Jeez, the name of these shows. Target and a mob follow. <laughs> Gio and Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, we should just, for the last month, we should name this show something obscure and sport. Yes. Of. Like, be like, like, uh,
2: yes. s- sub-
1: substance abuse policy <laughs> with Brian and Craig.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Stuck on crack. <laughs> yeah. Welcome with- and Ray Ray. <laughs>
1: Well, that's that's but see that's not sports right, though it's like fourth in inches so right no wait, one I, of you is fourth and one of you is inches yeah, I'll be I'm, I'm inches
3: um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian's feet
2: yeah this has been confirmed many times
1: <laughs> yeah. um how about
2: concussion protocol I <laughs> uh, hey I like that it's the concussion protocol mm-hmm. podcast we're taking them in the tent. <laughs> You know the sideline tent? Yeah, Inside the tent. Inside yeah. the tent. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: I like
1: that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. In the ice tub with Gio yeah. and Joan. No, 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 no. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: I missed the ice tub. <laughs> All right. I can't. I, I've got nothing else. That's good the enough. The trainer's room. Trainer's room. Mm. C-T-E. <laughs> <laughs> In the A.M. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah Welcome to you have to go E at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, e- welcome to C T E
2: W E N B C Jeez, why do they always have to do this? <laughs> I knew that was the names guy, you of nuts. these things. I know. Off it. The- Bench
1: at the fifty mm-hmm. in the pocket mm-hmm. on the ground yeah.
0: from downtown. Gio <laughs> <Stop>! and Joe. <show. laughs> but listen to Will Brinton's
2: pick six pocket. <laughs> Why didn't
1: you just have your name on it?
2: I said Geo when we first started. So I said all these things. Hey, we got a segment, man. We call it in the trenches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, got, no, I deleted that email address, and I was like, I didn't get that. <laughs> Sorry. Fourth and go. <laughs> <laughs> Bogus
0: people, at the plate.
1: Do people like that stuff? Do they? Do, people, do no, they use right. that stuff easy. up?
2: It's a good easy. question.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know the mm. answer. I asked my friend that, Andrew Filippone, does shows here. We were talking about somebody's horrible segment, whatever it was, mm. you know some stupid benchmark segment. And I was like I was like are we missing the boat here on this or are people, are people he's like no of course they don't like it it's bull crap. But I don't know, everybody <laughs> seems to do it. It's one of two things. People eat it up or there's that much lack of creativity out there. The one or two. All right,
2: Danny Cannell. the latter of <laughs> I'm not gonna Stop. call. Him. Hey,
0: thanks, Greg. Canell and Bell. That's what I'm gonna call. <laughs> Canell and Bell
2: off the bench, dog. All right, uh, he joined Put him us in the next. game. What do you got, Bogus? Uh,
0: I've got this. Stop me if you've heard this before. Savage has thrown a game deciding interception. Kevin Harlan on Never West would won that pick and a fumble in an earlier INT for the Texans QB in Baltimore on Monday Night Football. The Ravens a 23-16 victory. Once again led by their defense, offensively rushing touchdowns from Buck Allen and Alex Collins and three more Justin Tucker field goals, Baltimore 6 and 5 over 500 for the first time since October 8th. They own the second AFC Wild Card this morning, winning a tiebreaker with the Bills. The NFL suspending Raiders wideout Michael Crabtree and Broncos cornerback Tlaib. two games for Sunday's fight in Oakland both expected to appeal to the NBA and the Kings beat the Warriors last night? Shot clock at five.
3: Bogdanovich looking inside, can't find anybody. Now he drives it against Draymond, hangs, shoots, scores, had a whistle, they're gonna not, they will not count the basket, take it away. What was the call? Offensive foul? Or did they... I am confused.
0: It'll be okay, (laughs) Gary Gerald. On Kings Radio, the basket was good from Bogdan Bojanovic. It counted, breaking a tie with 12.6 seconds to go. Sacramento, a 110-106 win. In Oakland, the Warriors did not have the injured Steph Curry or Kevin Durant. And UTEP basketball coach Tim Floyd retired immediately after last night's loss to Lamar. His minor is now 1-5 this season, boys. All right, Bogish, thanks.
1: And joining us right now, as we mentioned, Danny Cannell, now with CBS Sports as a college football analyst and a brand new podcast is out there. It's Danny Cannell and Raja Bell. It's what, Brian? Off the bench. That's right, with Cannell. Put me in, coach. And Bell, get him off the bench, yes. damn it, for crying out loud. Put him <laughs> in the friggin' game. All right, Danny, good morning. How are you?
3: What's up, fellas? How are you guys doing today? Because, uh, I'm about you guys. My, heads are still, my head is still swirling from the, uh, the college coaching carousel of head coaches that we're seeing go round and round as fast as we've ever seen it. It is absolutely nuts. I don't know how you guys feel.
2: Yeah, it's silly season. Like NASCAR, man, and, and the SEC in particular with – You know all these different openings, and they haven't seen anything like this in about 70 years. But I wanted to start with your alma mater. They're at uh, Florida State. Do you think Jimbo Fisher jumped ship? I understand he and the athletic director Stan Wilcox, they're not jiving on a couple issues there.
3: Yeah, I don't know, but It'll be interesting to see what happens. uh, It almost seems like a yearly occurrence that Jimbo, the rumors start to swirl that he's going to leave, whether it was Texas a couple years ago whether it was LSU a couple years ago it always seems like his name pops up. And then again, here we are with Texas a and M. I I think criminal fans are getting a little bit frustrated with where's the commitment to Jimbo. And I think the disagreement, the vibe that you're seeing between Sam Wilcox and Jimbo Fisher, I don't think it's about money anymore. As Jimbo's one of the highest state coaches in college football. He's got one of the biggest buyouts in college football. I think it's about power. and mm-hmm. It's about Jimbo's loyalty to his staff, which... Several, you know, boosters and several, you know, administration. They want him to make changes to his staff, specifically a defensive coordinator and offensive line, and he doesn't want to make those. He wants to be able to call his own shots. So you're playing a dangerous game of chicken uh, for both sides because I think if you're Florida State, you don't want to lose a coach that brought you a national championship, and if you're Jimbo Fisher, I mean, you don't. Know, I don't think he wants to leave. I don't, but I think he might. Well, so I think you'd be crazy to leave Florida State. I think Texas A&M is a lower it's a lower general than Florida State is. And I think you'd have a much greater chance for success in national championships playing in Colorado than you would in college station. So I think it's a game of chicken right now and I'm not I don't know what happens, but it'll be crazy. And I'll say this nothing would surprise me. From what we see in college football, I wouldn't be surprised if you leave. I wouldn't be surprised if you stay. I have no idea what's gonna happen with these college coaches.
1: We're going to put Danny on hold for a second because I think we can get a better connection because the service isn't bad. It's just sort of like it sounds like he put his cell phone in a sock or something. So <laughs> we're just going to see if he's on a headset or, or something like that, and we yep. can we can work it out and get him back on the air with a little bit of better connection. So Danny is back on Gio and Jones, Danny Cannell, uh, with the Cannell and Bell Off the Bench podcast. You can uh, check that out on iTunes, CBS Sports College Football Analyst. Danny Cannell. All right, let's say that the important people at Tennessee gave you a call, Danny, and said, listen, we botched this thing up. We think that you're the guy that could fix this, and we need your input on who to bring in and make this thing right. How would you go about doing that?
3: Oh, man, I tell you what, this is an absolute mess, and it's really made me irritated the way that this got down with Greg Shadow. I thought it was an embarrassment. To the University of Tennessee, the way they, and, and really to their fan base, I thought it was embarrassing the way they brought down a man's reputation, um, just because they didn't want him to be the head coach, just because his name wasn't John Bluden. And saying all that, I think, I think John Curry, the, the athletic director's job is in trouble. I think they're probably going to make a change there as well, because you almost have to say, we're going to start clean. We're going to, we're going to give you a fresh slate. We're going to give you somebody with no baggage and try to come in there. And it's going to take a boatload of money, and it's going to take a boatload of guarantees because you're seeing a place with this volatile situation as you're seeing in college football, and you're seeing coaches left and right, whether it was Matt Campbell at Iowa State saying no thanks, whether it was David Cutcliffe and Duke, they're all saying no thank you to that job. So it's going to be a real challenge, and I think it's going to take a lot of guaranteed money to get a head coach there at Knoxville.
2: Uh, Matt Luke there at Ole Miss. I thought that was the right move. Now, I don't think anyone would uh, want to touch that toxic toxic situation there with the Rebels. So uh, was it a fate complete that he was going to be named the head coach?
3: Yeah, I think so. I'm, probably, I'm sure I probably kicked the tires off of people behind the scenes, but ultimately, I think when you saw what you said was he was able to do getting that team to six and six, beating Mississippi State uh, in the Egg Bowl, kind of re, you know salvaging a season which was really lost. And keeping his players playing for him, that was all without his star quarterback for several games this season. I thought that had more to do with it, the fact that his players were still fighting for him. And I think he was a right hire for Ole Miss. I thought it was a smart move for them to say, all right, we've got a guy who's helped see us through some really tough times. So let's stick with him and give him a chance moving forward. I think that was a new, greener decision for Ole Miss. and I think he'll be happy with them in the long run.
1: Gio and Jones with Danny Cannell across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, There's a lot that we will learn, I think, from these rankings that will come out tonight and how they still feel about Alabama. Uh, Do you think that there's any chance that if Wisconsin goes and beats Ohio State and wins the Big Ten championship and is an undefeated Power Five champion that they will somehow be left out because of the arguments of strength of schedule or anything else that the committee wants to use?
3: Zero. Zero. Zero chance they get left out. And if they did, I think it would send a really bad message to college football fans across the country. I think Wisconsin, yes, their schedule has been light, but It hasn't been that much different than Alabama. If You look at the totality of who they played. And you know what? They're a really good football team. They have the number one ranked right defense in the country. They've got a running back who is probably going to be a finalist for the Heisman Trophy and uh, Jonathan Taylor. They've got a great coach in Paul Chris. And they have been handling their business. They've been compared somewhat to Iowa a couple years ago who did the same thing, ran the table, and people thought they didn't deserve it because of their schedule. The difference is Iowa had a lot of close calls, and they played down to the competition. Wisconsin has dominated opponents throughout the year, and they beat quality opponents. So I think anybody who thinks Wisconsin wouldn't get in as an undefeated Big Ten champ is crazy and doesn't know much about college football.
2: Who are your top four as we sit here this morning?
3: My top four, so I would, I'll go with you The prediction of what I think will happen moving forward. So I think mean, the FCC champ is a lock, and I think it'll be Auburn. I think Auburn's playing as good as anybody in the country. So I think mean, that'll be their first lock. The ACC champion, I think, will be a lock as well. I think it'll be Clemson. I think Miami, we saw them. They've been playing with fire all season long. I think they probably are burned against Pitt, but I think even still, if they beat Clemson, they would still get in. I think the ACC champion is a lock. I think the Big 12 champ, if it's Oklahoma, which I think it will be with Baker Mayfield, I think he's the best player in the country, I think that's a lot. And then I do feel like the Big 10 champion, this is where it gets dicey. If it's Wisconsin, it's a lot There's a four. If it's Ohio State, then it's a really interesting discussion that you have to have comparing Ohio State as a two-loss Big 10 champ to Alabama as a one-loss non conference champion. <laughs> I don't think either team would deserve to be in there. I think they can make cases against either one of them. Olympia, of course, we have several significant wins on their schedule, but they'd have some ugly losses. Olympia, uh, uh, Oklahoma at home, and then the Iowa loss really stands out to you. It would be 57 to 24. And uh, and then for Alabama, having a we call the playoff, but hey, let's we think the four team. I wish we could go to eight teams, have five conference camps, three wild card picks, then you let them play for it and try to take it out of the committee's hands because I think somebody's gonna get screwed every single year in this bull system and I just hate to see that happen to programs that have the chances to play it with anybody in the country, especially years like this one when there isn't really a great
1: Off the bench with Cannell and Bell. Check it out, the new podcast. This is Danny Cannell, CBS Sports College Football Analyst. We appreciate the time, Danny. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, for me on, guys. All right. See you later, Danny Cannell. Unfortunately, with a bad phone, so every other.
2: Won't 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 will not If you, well, you miss what he well. said
1: about the college football playoff, it went something
2: like this. <laughs> I agree with him. I've been advocating for an eight-team playoff. You could hear him? I could hear him. I I understand mumbo-jumbo, mumbo-rap, and uh, eight-team playoff and have some at-large bids. I'm all for that. UCF, man, I'd love to see them in this thing if they can knock off Memphis again. I am with
1: Danny Cannell. I mentioned yesterday how a friend and I had this discussion about the whole Wisconsin-Alabama thing and know what the committee would do with that and he insists that there's going to be people in there arguing for Alabama if and, Wisconsin
2: wins the conference right oh are you crazy Wisconsin's in yeah but he I agree I mean or listen near. but I just
1: it but it makes me think because this guy's real smart it makes me think that that there are <laughs> okay. there are some issues there that what the, are the issues that the committee's going to look at Alabama and say like okay what are we supposed to do here We're supposed to find the best teams to compete for a
2: championship. Okay, Wisconsin's one of the best teams. Has one of the best defenses out there. Who would be favored in that game? I would favor Alabama. Okay. Because of the quarterback play. Because of Hornibrook. But I, I put that defense of Wisconsin up against Alabama's defense. Who's the better team? Barely by a smidge, Alabama.
1: All right. So then is it that crazy to think there's going to be people in that room that are going to be arguing for Alabama if that's their job, to find the best team? Especially if Auburn goes and wins the SEC championship game, then you're like, okay, so the hottest team in college football.
2: But they weren't the best team to beat a team with two losses already in Auburn. Mm-hmm. So were they the best team? They lost to a two-loss team in the yeah, Iron Bowl. But it's, but it's but it's different though. See,
1: that's why this is this whole committee thing is fascinating because you're looking at the teams like where they are right now, right? Now I would be just livid if Wisconsin was left out. Just totally As livid you should about be. it. But I don't think they will go that way. But if you think about the task of finding the four best teams to compete to compete for the championship, there's if you polled most of the country, I think a lot of people would say that Alabama's a better team and would win in a head to head matchup. And if that is the case and that's what you're searching for, then why not put them in?
2: I, I would think I think it would be 50-50. When you, put West, uh, when you put Wisconsin uh, against Alabama. Both these defenses are stellar. I like Wisconsin's defense a hell of a lot. These guys can ball out. And offensively, the only knock on them offensively is the quarterback. And he didn't throw a pick last week versus Minnesota. Hallelujah. But that's the only <laughs> knock on this football team. And they got the big boys up front like Auburn mashed Alabama D-line. Th- these guys can do. Now they didn't mash them too. but Alabama's D-line actually played pretty well and and uh even though uh on Johnson got over 100, uh he didn't run through them like he did uh Georgia's D-line. So, uh it wouldn't be as clear-cut Alabama Wisconsin as a lot What a lot of people would lead you to think. Okay and I, I hope that they see it that way, but we I know that
1: Wisconsin's a big brand, but Alabama
2: right now probably
1: well, the biggest I've so. been,
2: i and, and I, this committee you're correct they have said we don't care about you not winning your division, we don't care about you not winning your conference championship we're going to put you in this thing that was Ohio State a year ago. But when you have a team like Wisconsin, especially if they can knock off ohio state in in the conference championship ball game, that have gone through their season unscathed. They can't control what they do to a certain extent control their non-conference schedule, but as far as who they're playing in conference, they can't control that. And they still went through that thing unscathed. A team like Iowa coming off 55-point posting of Ohio State comes in and they do nothing? I mean, there's no way you overlook what Wisconsin's accomplished.
1: If Wisconsin does end up getting in and wins and beats Ohio State, then the argument for teams like Wisconsin in... Divisions and conferences that might be a little bit weaker than others is to never schedule a tough non-conference game. Honestly, never do it again. Just schedule cupcakes and then get through your schedule undefeated, and then win your well. Your your championship game
2: are not going to always be weak. You would hope not. Now you look at the you look at the SEC How weak is that? Yeah, that is very weak. And Georgia ran through there. Un- unscathed the East, so no one's faulting them for playing a, a weak SEC East
1: schedule. Like, for example, if Penn State last year, who ended up losing to Pitt in, what, the second week of mm-hmm. the season, yep. if they had scheduled a FCS school in there and beaten them, they would have been in the college football
2: playoff last year. Yeah, because the only loss would probably be Michigan. But, I mean, it's, it's hard to determine. Maybe you know, they don't have the injuries in that F- versus that FCS opponent that they had versus Pitt. And and then, you know, after that, they were de- definitely decimated in, in, in the linebacker position. Um, I, I, you know, it's hard to prove that. You don't know what's going to transpire. But, uh, yeah, if you get that victory. You're it would have been, been a with, one-loss uh, champion. Possibly,
1: yeah. No, probably. I mean, that's what they would have put him in. I mean, that's what would have happened. Well, you, you, don't you, know you thought that. they should have been in. I thought they should have been and in what anyway. Kept, what kept him out last year?
2: The loss to Michigan.
1: Well, no, the fact that they had two losses. Well, the
2: fact that they had two losses, but they still should have been in. They won the conference and they beat uh, Ohio State. But I'm saying it's hard to prove that. You don't know what's going to transpire. Even if there had been an FCS opponent, they played there. But I don't think it's hard to prove. I think that if they would have had
1: one loss and it would have been to Michigan and then they went in and won the Big Ten championship game, they would have been in. So if they scheduled an FCS opponent as opposed to doing the Pitt-Penn State thing where it got caught up in that and lost that game... It would have been in the college football playoff. So, to me, if if you believe, subscribe to that, and you subscribe to the fact that Wisconsin's going to get in, never schedule a tough non-conference well, game.
2: You have to. You Why? have to schedule them. Why? Schedule those tough non-conference games. Why? That's your resume. T- oh, does it? Yes. Well, it hurt Penn State last year. Well, well hurt, they didn't it win hurt, it. It would have hurt they, Wisconsin this year. They didn't win it. Win it. Who's to say it would have hurt them this year if they had won it? Uh, well... I mean, but they didn't. And, that's they, the have, and they have, and they have. it's a guaranteed victory if you put they, a if you put a cupcake in there. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. If you want I mean, to the you got, off, you, do it, you, no, that's not true. I think you have to have a stellar non-conference record, and you can't help what your non-conference foes are are dealing with from year to year. Uh, But uh, I I think you have to have that big win on your resume. And although Wisconsin, the great thing about Wisconsin, they have cachet. Is their cachet as illuminating as Alabama? No, but they still have the cachet. seems like they're in the Big Ten Conference Championship game each and every year. They went to three or four Rose Bowls in a row. Right, Uh, because that division is is relatively weak every year. Well, that division... Maybe, but they had to have those crossover games. And I know they didn't beat Ohio State a year ago, but they still got into the championship game, and and they were waxing Penn State until they weren't in that second half. Uh, So I I think Wisconsin is in a fine position, just went out, and you're going to be in. We're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You know, I was
1: thinking there's another song I heard a lot of yesterday. A lot of this guy's songs is Macklemore, very similar, right? He gets the the female singer to sing the hook that's really the thing that you want to hear, and then he comes on and does his rapping, and then that's that, right? Every it's the same formula every time, mm. isn't it? It's
2: a lot of say it's the same formula. Think I mean, about he it. might have a few of his songs. I don't know if he always has the female on there.
1: His latest tracks have
2: a lot of them. He's on uh, one called Willy Wonka. I don't believe there's a female on there. Compli- compilation with some other rappers. What, what's so funny about Willy Wonka? Willy Wonka. He's yeah. got a, What is Willy
3: Wonka?
2: It's <laughs> an old movie, Brian. Excuse me. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I just feel like this radio hits because I don't I don't get his whole album and go into the deep tracks like Willy Wonka or whatever else he has. Talk about the stuff that's on the radio. Mm-hmm. It sounds it's got the same formula to me. You know? And he just keeps going back to that well. And I'm sick of it. Tired of it. Come up with a new thing. You know? Something new. Willy something Wonka. Pretty, something. New. Willy Wonka. Is that on the radio? though no? is that a part of his radio songs? Mm-mm. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Sunday, I watched a game at a sports bar. There was a kid with his mom in a Patriots jersey, it looked just like Augustus Gloop. And I even made the <laughs> reference. He was just, "I'm ah, let me in. I'm starving." <laughs> 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 you made that reference to
2: the kid? Did you? No, I didn't oh. say to
1: the kid. I said to a friend next to me. I said, should've "Boys, have. it looks like Augustus Gloop." Should have gone to the kid. Uh, and said uh, that. But yeah, okay. Be like, hey. A little fat German kid and Willy Wonka, you look just like
3: him.
2: <laughs> Next cherry coke's on me, buddy. They still make cherry coke. Uh, yeah, man, those were good. That was good stuff. It's still, it still is good stuff. Yeah, I haven't had one in a while. Yeah, I haven't had a soda in a while. You know that Willy
1: Wonka song, the the Wonka Vader song. I like that. Do 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 mm. do 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 mm. do. do, do. I can see my house. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Joe. <laughs> We've talked about this Willy Wonka stuff before. On this yes, show. we have. Oompa
2: Loompas and all that. Yeah. And I,
1: I really do believe I was one of the first people to really point out how creepy it is. Those grandparents just sat in that bed together. Yeah. I mean, that has gotten It's gotten some play over the last couple of years. But mm-hmm. I really do believe I was one of the first people to point that out. Oh, hmm. I do. I mean, they're the laziest people in the world just yes. sit in a the bed. And,
2: They've been working all their lives. But they just sit rest. in a communal bed? Yeah, let like them that? Rest. No, no, no. That's a weird. they resting. They weren't working. You're going to get to that point. Like, stop. I'm tired. I'm, I'm yeah. just going
1: to sit in the bed. But with other people? Put though. your gown
2: on and we're going to just sit in the bed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I hope I don't get to that point.
1: <laughs> I am tired all the time though, because of this schedule. But yeah. I'm not going to lay in a communal bed with a bunch of old people. Mm. I mean, that was the thing. They couldn't get their own beds. I guess they were poor. Right? Yes, that's a big poor, deal, right. getting the golden ticket. Yeah. It was a village taking, Airbnb, taking still, care of you each But still, if you can buy a bed that big, right, and get a mattress that big, mm-hmm. that's got to be expensive. You would think you but could get. But everyone chipped in. Right, but you think you could get your own little twin bed for everybody uh, as opposed to everybody being in the same
2: bed. That would have been the smarter move for the family. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they want to keep it in the family, keep it in the community. I've...
1: Come on. Why are you defending the, 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 the Wonka grandparents? The Poe people. Or um, whatever they were. The Charlie, Charlie. Charlie, what was his last name? Bucket. The Bucket. Right, the Buckets. Side, I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, the bu- I mean, the Buckets were working their whole lives. They could only
2: afford one bed. Yes. I mean, what t- it was tough back then, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was really tough. That's they weren't sh- like the bratty girl. You know, grew up sliding Veruca's in the assault. hole. Yeah. But all right, Fine. She the, should have donated her family should have donated them
1: a bit. I mean, what are the buckets doing with all this cash? You know, they must have made something. Mm. And where's the dad? Yeah, where is the dad? That is a good question. Brian? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably hanging out with mine. We <laughs> can finally find him one day. <laughs> I'm Brian Jones Sr. And I'm Teddy Bucket.
2: <laughs> We hit it off one day. We have a lot in common. Yeah, you do. (laughs) You bastards. Where's my chocolate? Uh, All right. Coming up
1: next, a couple of good NFL stories. First of all, the NFL doesn't know how to suspend people. It's just they are Ah. the worst at that. They're rolling dice on this, stuff. And speaking of movie references, Chuck Pagano just went off on one yesterday.